What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Coming up on the pod, he puts the capital K in cannabis. We have Cannabis Keenan back in studio as we review the sci-fi feature, Starship Troopers. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got Cannabis Keenan, he's all right. Caitlin is giving all she can give, and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz 2. I'm Real Buzz Rob. Guys, how do you get a job here, there, fuckface? And to my left, we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. G-boobs are, are really <clears throat> gigantic. I mean, if you go to, if you Google G-boobs, you'll find her. You'll find some big boobs, okay? <laughs> Good morning, Romania. What is what is that from? G boobs. G boobs. So I've been having a harder time finding good drops uh, from feature film audio. So I found online that's a fan of another podcast I listened to took all the drops that they use that I find funny, and I'm just starting to use them. It's a, I guess I should credit them. Those are both YMH drops uh, with Tom Segura. That's Tom Segura's dad, and okay. he'll, he'll have him on the show, and he just talk, like he's a really sweet guy, and he'll talk about anything. But he's like G boobs. That's good stuff. Well, yeah. Shout out to that podcast, and thanks for listening to this one, Romania. Oh, we should learn how to say something in Romania. I keep thinking, I keep meaning to Google it every week, and then I forget. So. I think if even if we did Google it, I don't think we'd be able to say anything. I think we'd, we'd have to do that audio feature where they say the word, and we'd still probably fuck it up pretty bad. Yeah, but, you know, I'll do my best for next week. No promises, though. Yep, 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 yep. Well, uh... Nostrovia. Is that Romanian? No, that's Russian. That, that that probably just insult. I probably just lost all of our Romanian listeners right there. Yeah, the Balt. Is it the Baltics where all that shit is like Romania? We'll say yeah. The Baltics. We'll agree with that. Yeah, sure. So the movie, as I said, we are reviewing today is Starship Troopers. Very cult film, sci-fi. Um, launched Denise Richards' career pretty well. Really, this was her like first thing. No. But it, it, it was big for her. <laughs> okay. The release date was eleven seven ninety seven. The director was Paul Verhoeven. We have done another, uh, more than, no, just one. We've done one Paul Verhoeven movie before this uh, on the podcast. And before this, he directed Total Recall, RoboCop, Basic Instinct, and Showgirls. Yeah, so that explains the shower scene in this one. And uh, just, yeah. you know, the nudity, the nudity was tastefully done the com- in this movie yeah well more so than it wasn't showgirls <laughs> yeah no it wasn't really that tasteful of being sarcastic it, it, the, you know but there was a lot of it so I, it didn't you could bo- see it. again as a uh, as a male viewer it didn't bother me it didn't bother me one little bit they, they were very good looking breasts yeah and some good looking butts in there too yeah in the th- shower those dudes had some cowboys butts drive me nuts kind That's of right. butts, you know a lot of shaved ass going on in there uh, yeah dude. Yeah. there's no way that those asses look that pristine without a little bit of work yeah we're not, the- not just working out like some waxing some and waxing some- yeah yeah yeah. The, the, yeah there was some makeup on those asses 
Like those, those were, I bet you, I guarantee you those were like professional ass doubles, which is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, I bet it was. Yeah. Uh, after this, he's known for, <laughs> I wrote Showgirls down twice. Oh, that's right. Cause Showgirls was right after this. Sorry. And then the movie, the Kevin Bacon horror feature, Hollowman. Yeah. I never saw that, but I remember seeing the trailer for it for whatever that's worth. Isn't he like invisible or some shit? Yeah. Kevin Bacon is the scientist that figures out the serum that makes him invisible. And believe it or not. He starts doing some fucked up shit once he can make himself invisible. He grabs Elizabeth's shoe by the pussy. I remember that. Jesus Christ. In the movie, he does. Like, you just see her skirt go up, and he's, like, invisible. He's like, you want some of this? And she's like, oh, Kevin. Really? Nah, I, I, she's not She's not receptive oh, to no it. Oh, pork. Yeah, she's not receptive to it at all. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's... That's kind of a creepy thing to do. Some people do that not invisible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the uh, former presidential handshake. But not anymore. We ain't fucking around with that shit not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, okay, Cast. Cats. Cats. This is a great name. Casper Van Dien as Johnny Rico. What a name, dude. What a, what a name. That's going to make the all real buzz name list for sure. It's up there. Oh, yeah. And it might be the best real name that we've had. I know that we've talked about some cool you know, character names, uh, Chev Chelios and all that stuff. Great but name. Casper Van Dien. Uh, that's a pretty badass name. Yeah, he sounds like he's some sort of a lord in some Baltic country, you know, or maybe like uh, Germany or something. I don't know. He sounds like he's a uh, like a Dutch. No, what, what's the opposite of a duchess? A duke. A duke. Thank you. He yeah. Sounds like he's some kind of a duke. Yeah. Casper Van Dien. Didn't he, yeah, he owns like he owns some land that was given to him because he has royal blood. Some shit like that. Yeah. Denise Richards as Cameron. They say it's funny. I thought it was Carmen. Oh, uh, it is Carmen. I misread that. And I wrote it. <laughs> so, I wrote down Cameron, and it is Carmen. It is Carmen. Yeah, Denise Richards is Carmen Ibanez. Ibanez. There is no accent they, mark above anything, so Ibanez, I think, is what it is. They, yeah, they say it a couple times, but I don't know. When they spelled it, I was like, oh, that's what they're saying? Yeah, whatever. It's All, all these white people have Hispanic last names and live in what, what now is considered a Hispanic country, but they're all very white. Hello, Buenos Aires. You know that movie? I do. You were in that play in I high was. school, or that musical, I right? was. I was Juan Perón. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eva Perón. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah, the man. only song I remember is uh, Buenos Aires. I don't remember any of them. Hello! Anyway. Jake Busey as Ace Levy. Levy? That doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Ace, cool name. Yeah, and I wrote down Av, A-V-E. I got to look what I'm typing. And then Neil Patrick Harris is Carl Jenkins, which, finally, one of the white people has a white name. Yeah. Well, Ace is Ace Levy. Yeah, but it's that's almost even a little spicy for a white guy, you know? Yeah. Carl Perkins. Carl Jenkins. Oh, Jenkins. Perkins is good, too, though. Yeah. Honorable mention to Amy Smart as pilot cadet Stack Loombreiser. That's her name in the movie. She's stacked. She, yeah, she is. In subsequent films of hers, yeah. For having a name that's never spoken in the film, but you see her several times, it's just what a, what a, what a choice for a name. I don't think you see enough of her. And we talked about it on the Cranked podcast, too, but I fucking love Amy Smart. I, She's I, great. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, I think this, Whatever happened to her? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She probably does some stuff these days that I yeah, don't know. Yeah, there's just there's so much media released on so many different platforms. It's hard to keep up with people. There's just so much content to consume. People are working. There's just more to watch. So yeah. and, and you know, I'm not watching something unless I know it's good. Like that's how much content there no, is. No, you're watching Dinner Thieves for the 37th time. Well, Dinner Thieves is good. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I love Dinner Thieves. That's a callback though. That's a callback. It is. Yeah. Go that's... back and listen. You have to listen to figure out which episode that's from. It is a uh, common practice in comedic timing, or, well, comedy in general. Callback. Anyway. Anyway. 
uh, Hank from Breaking Bad, or Dean Norris, as his see, his name was never said. He's just commanding officer. But Amy Smart's name was never said, and she's pilot cadet Stack Lumbriser. Yeah, it's a weird fucking name. She could have just been co-pilot. Old Verhoeven or whatever the director's name was really liked her. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Or maybe because isn't this based off a book or some shit? It is. So maybe that maybe that character was something bigger in the book. I don't know. Okay, yeah, or maybe she was supposed to show up more in subsequent sequels. Yeah, didn't. I thought it was based off a comic book. No, it's an actual book. Actual book, though. I guess it's one of those sci-fi nerd books. And then finally, uh, last but not least. Michael Ironside as Gene Rachek. Rachek. Oh yeah, okay. The the <laughs> lieutenant. Right I'd here. expect any of you to do the same for me. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Clancy Brown too as uh, the drill instructor or Pip or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yep. He ends up becoming the guy that takes down the brain at the end. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes. Yeah, he demotes himself to I'm private, private to do now, so. baby. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to Casper Van Dien. What are we doing? Uh, we're oh we, credits yeah credits yeah, now. okay so, yeah. I, I thought I skipped Sorry. something but I didn't know yeah, you're good. No. Casper Van Dien who, or as I like to call him poor man's Chris Pine uh, before this just known for umpteen amount of guest spots on TV he did a TV movie called Backroads to Vegas and another TV movie called James Dean A Race with Destiny was he James Dean yes okay which I I, I could see it I could see it he's got a very Chiseled jawline, very handsome, yeah, very symmetrical in the face, yeah, stunning features. Doesn't do a good job at yelling though. Like no, no, it, no. that—that's when he was the least believable. He's not a natural yeller. Yeah, you know, old yeller. After this, known for Sleepy Hollow, Dracula. What? Oh, yeah, he's the dad. Yep. That, yeah, I, no, I, it, he's, took, it took me a second. He's, he's like the asshole. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the guy who's trying to come after Johnny yeah. Depp's gal. Yeah. Which is Christina Ricci. Ricci, Ricci. What's that character's name? Anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking he, about. He plays like the Gaston character in Sleepy Hollow, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. After the uh, Dracula 3000, which, I don't know, whatever. Uh, this <laughs> this one looked interesting. What Sh- happened to 1 through 2,999? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they made a lot of these. Fuck. This franchise <laughs> must make just print money. I kind of want to get into Dracula, but there's like 3,000 of them, so I don't know if I have the time. Dude, they must have started like with year one and then just made one every year. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, th- this next one sounds interesting. It's Sharktopus versus Werewolf. Sharktopus? Sharktopus. So I, I imagine it's a hybrid between a shark and an octopus. Okay. Sharktopus I- versus Werewolf. I, I thought it was shark space two space puss. Shark to puss. Anyway, shark to puss. I need to uh, slow down on the vodka, man. Sorry, man. And then uh, <laughs> uh, lastly, known for Alita Battle Angel, which was that Robert Rodriguez movie that I just had no interest in. Oh, that's in. new, right? That's pretty new. Yeah, fairly new. A couple years, maybe maybe a year and a half. Yeah, I had no interest in seeing it, really. But uh, Didn't, yeah, because Christoph Waltz was in that. Okay. I feel like anything that he's in that's not Tarantino, though, I don't enjoy him as much. I agree with that. Even James Bond. Yeah, uh, he was, I was fine. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he, he kind of needs Tarantino to direct him. Tarantino really brings out the best kind of, I don't know, the, the best Christoph Waltz-isms that, yeah. that come out of him. Tarantino can usually channel those. The, uh, the Alita Battle Angel, I remember the trailers, and I think it's like a mix of real humans. And CGI. And then, and then her face is like... CGI super big or something yeah, yeah. she, she looks like, like an anime it's character weird yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like there's no way I can spend two hours watching that and she's allegedly a battle angel which whatever the fuck that means I, I probably does some badass shit it's 
probably like Valkyrie, uh, uh, Tessa Thompson in the Thor movies. She's oh, badass in those, you know. Or as Caitlin says, Val Valkyrie. She says Valkyrie. Uh, well, maybe I say Valkyrie. Val potato, yeah. potato. I kind of want to watch that movie with Tom Cruise. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. The one that was the, the plot within the Nazi party to overthrow Hitler. Yeah, yeah. I watched Jojo Rabbit, and he referenced it. I was like, I should watch that fucking, I should watch Valkyrie. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, meh. I didn't finish it. Yeah, I didn't either. I put it on before I went to bed. I've been meaning to finish it. Did the same thing, and I was just like, eh, okay, yeah. it's fine. I like Taika Waititi a lot, though. Anyway. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Denise Richards, before this, known for the one feature she was in before this was Loaded Weapon 1, which is, of course, the, <laughs> yeah. the spoof of Lethal Weapon, you know, those action movies. It probably had Leslie Nielsen in it. Yeah, dude, wrongfully accused is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking movies. So good. I'm not in men's room. Men's room. She did a movie called Tammy and the T Rex before this, and then a bunch of TV spots. After this, we're doing this one on the podcast. I don't know if it's next, but it's coming up soon. <laughs> after this, she was in Wild Things. So I thought Wild Things was before this. No, right after. Uh, okay. And it, she, that movie is fucking awesome. Never seen the movie, but I've seen a certain scene in it before. Oh, yeah, all over Pornhub. No lie. I actually, <laughs> once I saw it, she was in this. I'm like, I'm going to go watch that scene on Pornhub. It's just really good. Just check it out. Yeah, huh? there's the her pool, and Nev Campbell. Yeah, the, the pool scene with her and Nev Campbell, Campbell where they make yeah. out and she's topless. And then the threesome scene. Where there's some intense groping action with Matt Dillon and Denise Richards, and my God, those are obviously store bots, but they look great. Yeah. Uh, well, once you get to what she's done after this, once you continue, I, I'll I'll finish it. Yeah, just say what she's done. Uh, also, after this, known for Undercover Brother, very underrated movie that's Another, very funny that could never be made today. Not at all. My grandma <laughs> took me and my cousin Calvin to see that movie in theaters, mm -hmm. and my grandma. God love her because she sat through the whole thing, but she was not enjoying a moment of it. I could get that. I love that fucking movie. Though. I do too. And I, the thing is, I hope it's not racist to say that because everyone kind of makes fun of themselves in that movie in regards to race. But it's it's just one of those things where you know there's no malice behind the intent. It still would never be made today. But it's a joke. They're being funny, and yeah, there's some stereotypical shit on there. Of course, that's that's the joke behind it. That's but that's what, what yeah, they're doing that shit on purpose. Yeah, it, there's no malice behind it. It's just yeah. supposed to be funny, and they, we're, we're not saying anything about anyone. We're saying, hey, we all have our little stereotypes that people like to say. And that movie's so funny. That was like me and my dad's favorite movie from the time I was 12 to 16. Don't touch my black fuzzy balls. <laughs> it's like his dashboard things, and she's the white devil, and it is the white she devil. White she devil. Yeah. Drop she's the mayonnaise. So, she's so hot. Man. Slowly. Chris Kattan's, yeah. Anyway. But <laughs> she was also in The World Is Not Enough. That's what I was getting to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's after, 99 is when that came out. So that's yeah. after, too. Uh, Scary Movie 3, The World Is Not Enough. And then because she was married to Charlie Sheen, she had spots on Two and a Half Men for a while. And that show we did on FX called Anger Management. Uh, yeah, I remember because Selma got, Blair was in it with him. Yeah, after he got kicked off at Two and a Half Men for his Tiger Blood shit, FX was like, you know what? Come party with us. Just man. be that same character. Yeah, and we'll just make it a different show around it. Yeah, uh, I think I caught an episode here. Or there, it was all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say Charlie Sheen. He's a strange guy. He's I think he's sobered up. Been sober for a while. He's doing good. Still a weirdo, but yeah, good for him. A little bit of an oddball. Definitely. I mean, obviously was under the influence of drugs when he did a lot of this shit, so yeah. understandable. He got arrested and sent to the Aspen, uh, like, Pitkin County Jail or yeah. whatever, when me and Michigan and Mike were in Aspen for New Year's Eve. That's hilarious. Yeah, we could have gone and asked to visit him, probably. But Yeah, the HIV positive thing, I mean, they, they understand how to treat that now, so that doesn't seem to be a huge issue for him. 
Um, yeah, he's yeah. got tiger blood. He's got tiger blood. Yeah. Jake Busey. Great teeth. I, I wrote that down. I, I like. I'd like to think that the Busey teeth are all genetic, and that that just that he could carry on. Oh, that legacy. Are they super fake? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they're they genetic. Huge I, teeth. I have to assume it's genetic. It would be way funnier if they weren't. And Jake was like, "Well, I gotta get the big teeth." <laughs> yeah, my dad's got him. I gotta get him. <laughs> he looks so much like his dad. I could see Gary Busey though being like, "Jake, you gotta get, gotta get the teeth." Yeah, you're, you're 15 now. It's time I give you the teeth. It's our trademark, Jake, okay? Yeah. The Busey teeth. Busey. That's a good Busey. My Busey's bad. But. You could land a plane on those things. Um, <laughs> no, but I, that's the thing about Jake Busey is you could put him in a lineup of every character in this movie, and you would, a random person would be like, hey, you know Gary Busey is? Yeah, I do. Which one of this is his kid? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's pretty fucking apparent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's not like a second choice. I really enjoyed him in this movie. Oh, he was too. great. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to hate him. Like, this is going to say, he was really good. I thought he was going to play like that a villainous rival yeah. character the whole time. But no, he's just, and he kind of does a little bit at, at the, the beginning. beginning a little but bit. yeah, no, he's really just a, one of the dudes. Before this, Jake is known for Twister. Tales from the Crypt and that movie Contact with Matthew McCallumgay and uh, Jody Foster. Jody Jody Foster. That's a good movie. Mm, I agree to disagree. The ending really pissed me off. I liked Contact. I don't hate it. That's just uh... after this gnome for that weird Drew Barrymore movie, Home Fries, Enemy of the State, Identity, Christmas with the Cranks, and another one we're going to do on the podcast, Roadhouse Two: Last Call. What? There's a second one. I had no idea. So there's one you missed that he did before. That I like a lot. Okay. It's got Jeremy Piven in it. It's called PCU. Um, I saw that. I didn't recognize it, so I didn't write it down. It's very, it's a 90s movie uh, about like college. Wait, and, I've seen this. I've seen this. Jeremy Piven plays this guy in college. Yeah, uh, he's kind of, it's kind of like, it's not Animal House because he's not in a fraternity. But it's, yeah, it, he's going he, against the system. It's PCU. He's like the guy who coordinates so like, like social stuff on campus the whole time. And uh, Yeah, he, he, he's hanging out with the froshes and the pre-frosh, and that's what they say. But yeah. uh, Jake Busey plays one of the stoner characters, and they play like Ultimate Frisbee. And it's a movie that makes me like long. It makes me super nostalgic for the 90s. It just reeks of the 90s, and I fucking love that movie. So shout out to PCU. There's another movie with Ben Affleck about college, and it's got... Um, Fuck. Never mind. It's not worth it. Okay. It's called, should... it's called Glory Days. D-A-Z-E. Okay. And it's got Turd for, Not Turd for, Oh, it's a National Lampoon's movie? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think maybe I've seen it's, it. It's been it's been Affleck before he got his teeth fixed. It looked real nasty in this movie. Oh, he, yeah? has, he has a disgusting mustache. It's like really? a trash stash. It's not a good look for Ben. It's before he did Good Bull Hunting. But what? Uh, who's that other guy? Shit. I'm going to... I can... French Stewart. French Stewart. Oh, yeah. Jeez. French Stewart. Yeah, French Stewart's in it. He's his roommate. All right. I don't think I've seen it. But we should do PCU on the podcast sometime. Okay. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Before this, known for just Doogie Howser, MD. That's what he's known for. Was this his first movie? No, but it's the, well, it's the first well-known movie. Okay. After this, known for also Undercover Brother. Yes. How I Met Your Mother, of course. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay. Man, <laughs> he's so funny in those Harold and Kumar movies. He's great. Yeah. He's very funny. I thought you were gay, man. Yeah, gay for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And uh, also in both Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, so one and two, Gone Girl, and he's going to play an integral role in the next Matrix sequel. It's coming out, Matrix 4. Really? Mm-hmm. NPH in, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, no, um... Oh, God damn it. 
no Lawrence Fishburne, no Larry Fishburne, but we've got Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. See, I feel like I'm close enough with Neil Patrick Harris for whatever reason. Not like that I follow him at all, but I guess just from the Harold and Kumar movies. That I refer to him as NPH. I was texting Sam because I, I do that, yeah. I'd never seen Starship Troopers before. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that in the rundown. Oh, yeah. But I was like, oh, shit, Denise Richards is in this. And uh, I said somebody else, and then I was like, and NPH. And she was like, who? No, Patrick like, Harris. How do you not know? Dude, Neil Patrick Hauser. Harris. Yeah. Child doctor. Yeah. But anyway, shout out. Also, yeah, so did that. Nam. All right, moving on to net worth. To James. We will start with Casper Van Dien. Man. I'll give you a hint. It's probably more than you think. Oh, okay. Well, he just did Elite Battle Angel, right? Yeah, I don't think he had a big role in it, though. Yeah, but... I, I'm almost entirely convinced the majority of his net worth comes from this movie and just syndication on television. Yeah, because it plays all the time. All, all like the time. Sci-fi, TNT, everything. Very popular. Yeah. It's a, it's a surprise that I never saw this before. Yeah, like, so how did I go this far in life? Something tells me he's not getting a bunch of that cheddar from Sharktopus vs. Werewolf. <laughs> Sharktopus. That makes me laugh every time. All right, I'm going to guess, because you said it's more than I think, I'll guess $20 million. Oh, no, not that much. Okay. Seven. Okay. Well, I was going to guess five. Oh, sorry. No, I, I apologize. Okay. I thought you were going to guess, like, I don't know, 500000 because that's what I thought. I, I was going to say, like, a range to five-ish, but because of Lita Battle Angel. Because I thought he didn't do shit after this, but you said well, some things. Well, he really didn't. I remember him in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. He, he definitely gets residuals off of that every Halloween. Yeah, that's, that's true. A paycheck for him, no matter what, on Halloween. All right, Denise Richards. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Fifteen. Uh, Very good. Twelve. Fifteen million. Okay. Twelve. 12. Not bad. And that's that's fine. Yeah. I, I and we talked about this a little bit earlier. I was surprised she didn't take off more because she's a pretty decent actor and she is very photogenic and stunning to watch. But I guess once she married Charlie Sheen and had a couple of kids, then. So just to clarify, when you say uh, she didn't take off more, you mean like her career? Well, correct. Yes. <laughs> no, she took off plenty in the movie she's in. That's what I thought you were talking about. Like I'm surprised she didn't show her titties in this movie. She did in the next movie, and they are fantastic. Now I just uh, yeah. I just want to see some Hamwalt. Let's get that beef. Jesus Christ. Let's get that beef on screen, Denise. Jesus Christ. That Denise beef. Yeah, Denise beef. I'll build a dam around that. With my mouth. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Jake Busey. Oh, fuck. Um, seven. One and a half. I thought it'd be worth more. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't seen him in anything in 20 years. This is the biggest role I've seen him play. Like, he actually had, a, you know... Not quite a main role, but close. I like the movie Identity, and he's just like it's in a wheelchair. Side the whole character time. on yeah. that, yeah. Man. That movie's good though. Yeah, I feel like the rewatchability's not great because once it's you've seen the ending, it's like, oh well, I know what's happening. Yeah, I, it's good to see Jake Busey play like a likable character though, because I he feel like does. he gets typecast based on his big teeth and his weird, you know, dad. That he gets typecast as a his, bad guy. You mean his terrifying face? He's got a terrifying face. His face I didn't is, want to say it, his but face he's, is terrifying. he's a very menacing-looking yes, man. Yes, his face yes. is terrifying. So it was cool to see him, like, playing the violin and shit like that. Like, if that movie. guy approaches you at a bar, you're like, you you and you mace him before he speaks to you. I mean, he's yeah. just, he's he's very intimidating-looking and terrifying. Like, And it, his, his spiky hair doesn't fucking help anything nope, no, either. No, it doesn't. Know? It's like if what you imagine a serial killer's face would look like without him having to tell you he's a serial killer, Jake Busey. Yeah. So this and PCU. He's like a likable stoner in PCU, so. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, it's probably more than you think. 
See, I mean, he's got to be worth some Shkado. He got a couple of Fazuls. Fazuls. Uh, because fucking How I Met Your Mother, that's huge. Exactly. So you're uh, probably on the right track. Doogie Hauser. He's been making money since he was a kid. Yeah. And he's like on Broadway and shit like that, right? Yeah, he's, he's he hardworking. He shit. Yeah. He's like Barbara Streisand. He can do it all. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. He's a triple threat. I will say, I don't know, 150? A little, little uh, 50. <laughs> okay. No, but 50, right. I, I, yeah. I would have thought 30, but then I thought, oh, yeah, How I Met Your Mother. That, that yeah. thing, that's, that's like Seinfeld money. Yeah, that's, that's, I've never watched it, but it's a huge, uh, the people that have, I've been surprised with the people that have told me they're big fans of How I Met Your Mother. It's, I've seen a bunch of episodes. It's funny. It's just like, it, I don't, I if don't you're in the mood shows, for this, you know? like those, yeah. that, that network sitcom, right? The last great network sitcom was Friends. I think that's in, enjoyable for almost everyone. But then How I Met Your Mother, it, it, there's some parts that are like, oh, this doesn't, this feels weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it enough. This is going to sound bougie of me, uh, but you know, whatever. I, it's one of those shows that I've seen, like if I've been in Mexico or the Dominican Republic and you turn on. Esta noche. Yeah, exactly. I've talked about it before. Esta noche, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. And it's like the only English-speaking show on, so yeah. I've I've watched like Big Bang Theory and shit like that. And I've been like, you know what? I've talked a lot of shit on this. I can see why people watch it. I'm not going to watch 187 episodes. It's stuff. easy to watch. It's easy to understand. It yeah. does, it's, it, it's like a popcorn movie. It doesn't require you to think at all or really yeah. even pay attention. It's very formulaic and... The it's, laugh track really helps you know that, oh, there was funny. a joke there. And it's kind of progressed, right? Back when Seinfeld did it, it was great television. Friends did it, pretty great television. Then it kind of went to, like, How I Met Your Mother. It's it's pretty good, but a little formulaic and hacky. And then we have How I Met – or then we have uh, Big Bang Theory, which is total hack. It's just totally hacky. It's it's not difficult. The writing is I – mean, Chuck Norris – Chuck Lorre shows are just kind of like that now. No. Like, Two and a Half Men was good. Chuck Norris shows. Chuck, <laughs> I, I would watch another Chuck yeah, Norris I mean, show. Well, all he does is infomercials. And in case you guys were wondering, that was not him at the insurrection. It was just a man who looked almost identical to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he's in Hawaii fucking working on his abs by Jesus fucking machine or he's whatever. 90, he's 90, bro. He's 90. I know. I saw an infomercial, though. I think I brought this up on yeah, the He pod, always has his wife on yeah, him now. him and his wife, and he's like, oh. I'm just doing this thing. And it's, it's it's so awkward because he's just describing you and what he's feeling as he's working. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, I just move my elbows like this. You get that nice deep burn right in your chest, right in the pectoral area. And it's like, what? Just you, What are you doing? Why just just sell the fucking product? After this, I'm going to go apply another round of orange hair dye uh, so I still look like I'm 74. And it's time for Specs and Deets. Yes, indeed. Runtime. Uh, 129 minutes. This movie should not have been any one minute longer than an hour 45. Yeah, I will say, though, to its credit, um, when I saw that it was 130 minutes or whatever, uh, I thought I was it was going like, to be 90 minutes. I was God, pissed off. That's what I thought, too. I was, I was pissed thinking off. maybe at the most 100. But then it was like, fuck, this is going to take a while. But and while a lot of it could have not a lot, but they could definitely have shaved off 20 15 minutes, minutes. 15, absolutely. 20 minutes. Absolutely. Uh, I still was surprised how well paced it was and like I, I upon my first viewing of it it's like i was into it enough that it didn't really matter how long it was because i was just enjoying the ride if know? i was going to cut something i would cut out a lot of the preamble to like them being in class before they decide to join up in the, with the federation i'd cut out the entire arena football scene unnecessary well that introduces that character that ends up being what's her face's flight it, but instructor. you could introduce them in some other way 
It was a stupid scene. It was scene. a very long scene. And there's the callback where she's like, do the 306 flip yeah. or whatever, but still. You could easily take out 15 minutes this yeah. movie. Uh, budget, $105 million in 97. It was a big budget movie. $105 million? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look at this. The CGI for 97 was fantastic. I, get, I mean, yeah. it's But, geez, I just was not expecting it to be a... That's like fucking triple that, triple figure millions. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot. I would have. Yeah. That's an Avengers movie. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. With inflation, it's pretty much in game. Mm-hmm. That's probably uh, high, but you know what I'm saying. No, no, I, I think you're right. Opened at 22 million. <laughs> oh, fuck. Grossed 54.8 million domestically, 121 million globally. So this movie about broke even. Yeah, well, with marketing, maybe not, but still about broke even. They made four others. So, yeah, I guess so. Uh, if something tells me the budget wasn't $100 million, It got a cult following, though, like you said. It so. did. It let, yep, it did. Uh, plot keywords. I kind of get the cult following, too. I get it. I'm kind of upset that I'm 30 years old, and I'm just now watching this movie. Yeah, I'm late to the party. When, we, when it came out, I would have been eight or nine? Yeah, you said November 7th, 97? November 11th, 97. So I had just turned seven years old. So I was nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Plot keywords. Number one, space war. Number two, giant insect. Number three, cult film. Number four, propaganda. Totally. And number five, violence, which, yeah, of course. this We'll, we'll talk about it, but the gore in this movie was fucking savage. I'm surprised there was no full frontal ma- uh, female nudity. or There wasn't. Uh, probably if you scroll down, it wasn't in the top 20. Okay. Which, go figure. Go figure. But I don't know. It just, a lot of time that shows up. And these plot keywords. And times, know? even when there's not full frontal nudity, exactly. it shows up. Uh, this, there definitely was in this one. The, n- rear male nudity was, would have been a perfect movie for that. Exactly. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay, taglines. There were so many. There really? were like 12. I wrote down four that I thought were pretty good. Uh, number one, love this one. Forget the insecticide, bring the nukes. I didn't like that. That's, That's good. good. That's, That's good. good. Uh, number two, you can't step on these ones. Ah, all right. It's fine. Yeah. Num- they do show the kids crushing the cockroaches in one of those propaganda Were films, you oddly though. upset by watching that? Because I was. I was like, I, oh, it's kind of gross watching the mom be like, yeah. I thought it was funny. I, uh, I got what I, yeah. I mean. It, it would be upsetting. It's clearly it really satire happening. on propaganda. I yeah. get that, but it's still kind we of upsetting. We all need your help. Number three, mankind just became an endangered species. Yeah. yeah. And the, f- the last one I wrote down is the only good bug is a dead bug. That's okay. I like the first two. There's a couple of, because the last one's a Yeah, the first two are great. The last one is just a line from the film, and there were so many other better lines from the film that they could have used. I wrote one down. We'll get to it later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just the, overall, because there were so many, there's a, there's a few good ones. I liked them. Yeah. All right. Now, it's time for that canopsis. Give us your canopsis. <sighs> Cannabis cannon. In the year 2100-something, humanity is at war with extraterrestrial bugs, and it's up to Johnny Rico and his pals to save the day in Super Troopers. <laughs> uh, the attention to detail was fantastic on that, Keenan. That must have taken you 25, 30 minutes to write? I mean, what the fuck? So it's like, <laughs> all right, we followed him all the way through. I had Here's the real canopsis right here. We start off. Johnny Rico in uh, Starts off high as like school, a coming-to-age film. Some kind of weird high school thing. He's banging Denise Richards. She wants to bang, or Dizzy wants to bang him. Anyway, there's a lot of weird so stuff going on. And then they all join up to try to be citizens in some weird 
future version. Yeah, the, he the signed world. up to be in this. They're fighting bugs. He signed up for the Federation just because his this girl he liked it, and it was just like. Yeah, he got a 35% on his maths. He's a stupid asshole, so he had yeah, to go be a... He's uh, a lughead. He's he a big dumb dumb. Grunt, you know? Yeah, no, and, he had to be uh, in the infantry. And if we know anything about the infantry, if you know anything about Nam, not great. Oh, dude, there's so much, like... Yeah, this movie is actually way smarter than I thought it was going to be. I know. It is. The, the, the director, whoever wrote it, did a great job satirizing the whole propaganda thing. And it just, honestly, man, watching this now, it hits a little too close to home. Well, so like the scene where him and when they're all signing up to join the Federation. Yeah, we'll do it real quick. Hey, right. it's time for the real bus rundown. And please continue, Keenan. Uh, well, the scene when him, Denise Richards, and Neil Patrick Harris, uh, so Johnny, Carmen, and Carl. I want to see the galaxy, Mom. Yeah, they're all signing up, and uh, they're uh, Carl gives his papers, and the guy's like missing a hand, and he's missing an arm, and he's like, I'll have to salute you next time I see you, and looks at Denise Richards, she's like, I'm going to be a pilot. And he's like, oh, I bet your queen smell good. And, you know, gives her on the way. And then the other guy, Johnny's like, yeah, I'm the infantry. He's like, infantry made me who I am, son. And he shows him. He's missing arms, three limbs. Missing his limbs. And it's like, fuck. So what's the deal? They had a bionic arm. They couldn't make bionic legs? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. It was weird because that I read this in the trivia. It's not part. That, that's a, that guy's really missing his legs, that actor. Oh, really? Yeah, real thing. Well, maybe... He doesn't wear his bionic legs when he's sitting at his desk job. Maybe they hurt him uh, or something. Uh, okay. So he's like, you know, I don't really need him at my desk job. I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, I think that's that's ridiculous, but sure. <laughs> they also have some kind of weird Star Wars Luke Skywalker bring you back to life technology and a fucking bathtub type thing. Oh, yeah, that was weird. You know, so why can't he they just to, regrow his leg? Yeah, they were regrowing all the flesh on his knee after he got stabbed by one of the bugs, and it was just like... He was in that tank by himself underwater with the, for three days. That sounds horrifying. Uh, knock me the fuck out. Put me out. Give me propofol. Put me out. I don't care. Give me anything that's going to put me out for three days. I don't want to be awake for any of that. Yeah. First of all, boring as shit. Oh, yeah. Three days just sitting in a tank full of, I don't know, God knows what kind of juice while this weird, like, robotic thing stitches my, like, recreates my flesh. It's very strange. You can't even go swimming, really. It's a small little pond that you're in. Mm -hmm. Everyone's just walking by looking at you. And they're waking you up. It's yeah. like, dude, I'm trying to get through this. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. You want to kiss the glass, maybe give, you know, work it. Anyway. What was with, okay, whenever they were doing the dissection of the bugs in whatever science class or whatever that was, what was with that instructor's glasses? She had, like, Ray Charles glasses on. Was she blind or something? Yeah, I don't know. She had a cane or something. I don't know. It just... It's a weird. It was a weird choice. I guess it's it's sci-fi. I thought it was a weird costume choice, but maybe not for sci-fi. Yeah. And you mentioned the football game earlier, if you want to call it that. It looked like a mix between arena football. With, like, so here's my here's my thoughts about this. It's supposed to be a futuristic version of football. Why do they look like they're playing like they're in the same gear the Leatherheads wore in the '40s? Like you would think they would have some sort of equipment that was futuristic, not like just '90s like dripping '90s '40s era shit. Yeah, I think because uh, you had to see those actors' faces, you know? Ooh, great point. Great, but really, there great was only point. the two of them, and there's been several football movies that before that where you can tell who the actor is if they're wearing a helmet. So, you know, I don't know if that really holds up. I, I do like how I they... They could have done a lot better. Spend some CG on not a fucking high school gym and an arena football thing, but... 
Whatever. It looked like arena football. It looked like it was like a 50-yard deal. And I liked how they incorporated gymnastics into it quite a bit. That was interesting. thought that was weird. Yeah. I was they're like, doing yeah, flips the flips all are super, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like they're jumping off a vault or something. I, I mean, are, are we to believe that these humans are evolved to a point where they're more athletic than we are now? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They don't ever address it, though. They're just out there doing all these acrobatic aerial shit, and you're just like, what? You're not going to even bring up why he has the ability to jump seven feet in the air? Yeah, no? and do that in full pads, triple double in or cleats. whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> full pads and cleats. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I Yeah, I wrote down the flips were a little stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. It's It was a choice, and I don't think it made it look cooler. I think it made it look less believable and stupid. Mm-hmm. The the whole I don't understand the motivation behind other than the propaganda, which I guess is powerful, why you'd ever sign up to be in the service, especially in the infantry. Like what's the upside? Uh especially so, when you're already gotten to Harvard and it's paid for. This is this is where I think that so I had never seen this movie and you had never seen it before. We've already said that, but I'd always wanted to see it as a kid. I thought it was going to be just some kind of silly satire spoof of sci-fi. I thought it was going to be a B movie. Yeah, it's I not. I was expecting something like uh, Attack or Mars Attacks. Yeah, uh, but then when they're talking, about, it starts off with a propaganda reel already, and it's like, man, that's interesting. And anytime that propaganda, those propaganda reels came back throughout the movie, I always really enjoyed those parts. But to answer the question, See, of they why upset they did the me. Thing. They bothered me. But I think it's just recency bias with what's gone on in our country. Right. It, it really bothered me. Like it upset me. I mean, I get why it would upset you, but just looking at it from a movie perspective and thinking it was going to be something really stupid, yeah, I if thought I could, that was a really smart thing that they were doing. It was, and if I could actually compartmentalize and not like you know. And it came out in 97, and they're showing little 30-second clips, and it's like, do you want to see more? And it's like, how the fuck did it's they like, know this was going to happen? Are you interested? Yeah, yeah exactly. The algorithm. In 97. Yeah, it, but they also make a big deal about being a citizen, and if you're not a part of the Federation— Which they don't explain what a citizen is. They never do a good job of explaining that, but it's shown that you want to be a citizen. What are the advantages of being a citizen? I don't fucking know. You I, get to go travel around space. You can just brag, I'm a citizen. Uh, like a, a You probably get citizen? to vote and stuff like that. I don't know. You do get to vote. That said, yeah. uh, which vote for what? And it's, it's a universe. But it's this a galaxy. Is where, this is where, like, if you study history, like, it, it, we're taken for granted in America that you're just, in this day, you're born here and you're a citizen. Yeah, like, that's true. Back throughout history, you had to own land to be, even in America, you had to be a landowning you had to be a well, white man that owned land to be a citizen. Even immigrants so it's now a big thing to, to do a lot of yeah, stuff to be a citizen. I think, yeah. I think just that's kind of one of those philosoph- ancient Greece, ancient Rome. Not everybody was citizens of the country, so or of the state. So you think it was more of a status thing? Almost? I think, yeah, it's yeah. a status thing. It's like here I am. I've I've rose from nothing to now. I can be a citizen if I join the federation. Yeah, and I, which is something that the Romans did. Like join the Roman army, you'll be a citizen because they wanted to pad their army. Yeah, so these these ideas that 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 this director satirizing are obviously not new. They're they've been around since the beginning of human beings. And I think my problem with me is, and it, this is just it's all too new for me. I, I think I was just projecting my own bullshit. I'm like, oh god, like it it just it honestly just stressed me. I was like, well, I was fucking crazy. <laughs> I thought it, I I just was really shocked at the overall themes of this movie based on me thinking it was going to be Mars Attacks. <laughs> like what? it's like, goddamn, this movie's really intelligent. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. The writing is smart. It's still cheesy, and it's still not I like a fantastic movie, but it's it it's thought provoking. It made some strong emotions for you. 
Oh, it did. It really did. Yeah. And and I just the forward thinking that because so to a little bit of backstory, this director grew up in Nazi occupied Finland. So he experienced this growing up, which is why he decided to, you know, make a movie about it to try to show people like, no, this this type of communication and propaganda happens and it's really effective. Yeah. When it happens on a national level or at a high leadership level. And I think obviously we've seen the exact same fucking thing play out the last four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's a, it reminds me a lot like 1984, you know. Yeah, and it's and normally I you know I'd just be like, oh, this is great, but no, it's it's it was just it's like a little to the like the wound is still a little fresh for me. So I'm like, oh god, this is it's just it's amazing how well this movie forward thought, and even though it's happened in the past, but they're like, well, this could happen again, and it did. So yeah. fuck me, what do you know? All right, back to being funny. <laughs> so basically, he signed up to be in the Federation because he was just putting the pussy on the pedestal and then just got dumped like a month in. Yeah. And what was up with, I don't know. So apparently it's not that great of a thing to be a citizen because his parents are just They're like, what the fuck you want to be a citizen his for? His dad's such a douchebag. I thought, just but he's like, not wrong. I, yeah, I guess so. You're going to go to Harvard and you know what? Instead of doing that, go on vacation. I just thought his dad was so, such a fucking weirdo. It's normally the opposite. It's normally like the kid wants to do something. Go on vacation. And he's like, you're yeah. going to the military. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that weird teacher's idea, huh? What's his name? You know the one. Razzcheck. Even a silly name. It's just like, hey, you're it's a fucking weirdo, name. Dad. Yeah. And obviously, the the allusion to the Nazi party in here is not subtle at all. Uh, their uniforms look very Nazi. Like, their insignia even kind of resembles... like an eagle thing, yeah. Yeah, it resembles Nazi uh, type of symbols. Not quite a swastika, but still, it was, it was, it was swastika adjacent. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that makes a lot of sense, knowing that he grew up in Finland, Nazi-occupied Finland. All right, we can move on to Denise Richards, how she's a complete fucking hoe in this movie. You know what's funny is that, just going down my notes, that's the next note I have. Well, I said that she's not a very good actress, and then I said I kind of hate her in this and her character. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she's an actor. I think she did a fine job. She doesn't emote very well, but she she is a hoe for show in this movie. Well, she just sends so many mixed signals between the two guys. Like, she keeps giving Xander the fuck me eyes, but she's also still dating... Uh, Rico, and then she's like, Daddy's not home tonight. Like, yeah. she whispers that in the ear. Oh, like, Johnny Rico, are you jealous? It, My daddy is not home tonight. And that's why I'm just saying, like, she has the same face maybe I'm throughout bl- the entire movie. Maybe she's got no emotions. Maybe I'm partial to her acting because I enjoy looking at her so much. Like, like what do it, you mean? It's really hard to take my eyes off the screen when her face is in frame. I yeah. just, I know it's like, but wow, she's, she is, and it, it goes past just like natural, like just regular beauty. I enjoyed watching her, looking at her. She's yeah, photogenic. Goes into creepy territory. A little bit, maybe, into, maybe a little bit. Like, it I, hurts me to watch her on the screen and not have her skin. I like to, <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch her from my car outside of our house. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. I don't care what the restraining order says. I can come within 10 feet of her. Um, no, I just I thought she did a terrible job. She does better by uh, the world is not enough. Thought she was great in that. Doctor Christmas Jones. Yeah, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. It's a great line. That is. It's a fantastic line. Pierce Brosnan, good Bond. Not the yeah, best. Yeah, underrated. He's a good bond. I'd say underrated. I think we took him for granted. Yeah, well, he's the one I grew up with. You know. Well, the problem with the Pierce Brosnan Bond is 
it's not his performance. He was just in some poorly written Bond films. Yeah, Goldeneye is great, but he was Fantastic. also the Bond when CG became like a big thing. So his his swan song, his last movie with... Uh, it was Die Another Day? Yeah, with just the whole ice pad and he's windsurfing on a giant CG. It's, it's ridiculous. Fucking, yeah, that that's not his fault. No, uh, Pierce did a great job. What, what's your, what do you think is the number one Pierce James Bond movie? I think Goldeneye. I, I think so too. I yeah. think it's I think it's far and away the best one. I think pretty much the order uh, that they came out in are my. They they kind of got slightly yeah. worse as they went. Yeah. I well, Tomorrow Never Dies should be my favorite one because that's the first Bond I ever saw. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it in theaters and falling in love with James Bond. Also hits on uh, how the media can affect. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's these things. These themes they come these up in things, films. They come up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Denise Richards, there you go. Yeah, I said, glad the famous Busey teeth didn't stop with Gary. Yeah, I, and he had some good lines. I think the one quote that I wrote down, because I tried not to write down too many quotes, but when he's like, who needs a knife in a nuke fight anyways? That's my next just note. Just press the button. That's my next note. Yeah. I, I have, that should, it's a, this when I said this should have been a tagline, who needs a knife in a nuke fight should have been a tagline. Yeah. That's a much better tagline than the last two I read. That was good. And the, I, I thought the little mini nukes they had were pretty cool. You know? I know, like yeah. nuke grenades. Yeah, nuke them. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Nuke them. But then they nuke shot them out. I was like, yeah. Nuke nades. And then when Clancy Brown actually threw that knife through his hand, not like actually in real life, but in the movie. He basically plays the exact same character he played in Shawshank Redemption, but just as like militarized version. He's yeah. just such an asshole, and he's so violent, and he's like, yeah. I didn't think he was such an asshole. He tries he. He rips up the paper so that way Ricky can yeah, come back true. in the army. Yeah, he yeah. promotes Rico. He has more redeeming qualities in this movie than he did in Shawshank, for yeah. sure. His character. I don't, him, he's fine, I'm sure, but his characters. Uh, which brings us to, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about it, the co-ed shower scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, my titties! Not the titty drop I thought that was. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck you were doing there. I thought it was going to be like a bounce, chicka bounce, bounce. Yes, it is a bit nipply out. I mean nippy out. <laughs> what am I saying? Nipple. <laughs> and it's just, I, so I wrote down, like, it's kind of weird that the men and women shower together. And then I wrote, or is it awesome? I think it's much more, you know, progressive, you know, free the nipple. Co-ed showers. Yeah. Free the balls. I don't know, man. I think men already feel like they have a license to fuck women whenever they want. Like if you were in a shower with them naked together, like that probably wouldn't. I guess if you're in a group, maybe like there would be this mentality like, well, it didn't seem to bother any of them at all. They seem they made it. They it seemed like they thought it was very normal. Yeah, and it didn't seem like the dudes were like check out their tits, and the chicks were like look at his balls. Yeah, you they, know? they just saw they each were just other hanging out, it, almost genderless. Like, yeah. I, how I'm just saying, man, if I were in that situation, how many how many dudes would be popping boners with people like Dizzy getting in there, bringing those titties out? I would be popping boners, busting them titties out. Well, that's why you wouldn't be invited to the co-ed shower. Well, I don't think you're invited, man. I think it's just mandated. I think there's a shower. Yeah, you have to shower. That's yeah. what they all do. Yeah, I, I had heard about that I would shower be the, scene. I would definitely be the cool, like the fucked up cool guy who couldn't not get a boner and then be like, come on, Rob. Can't you just wash and get out of here? Be like, what? What do you want from me? What do you want? What do you want? You got to shower in the corner over there, Rob. Dizzy's looking real good. I'm, well, I can't hide this. What am I supposed to do? But Man, she had that love for what's his name, though? For Johnny Rico. I don't think anybody else was getting dizzy besides Johnny Rico. Which I don't understand that. Like she, he was just blowing her off the entire movie, and then yeah. they finally fuck one time, 
And it's after Denise Richards is like, no, I'm, uh, yeah, after I'm going she, career. Just don't bother. Yeah. After she's already had a couple charge moments with Xander. After she, the whole time, you can tell, like, she's, it's one of those relationships where he's way more into her than she's into him, and you can tell. Oh, yeah. I love you, and she just doesn't say it, and he's like, just say it once. Try, Try it, it on, on for size. size. At the time, I felt so bad for him. I'm like, it's like, Johnny Rico, you're a good-looking guy, and Dizzy is throwing herself at you. Yeah, dude. Stand up for your rights as a man. It goes back to that, we, men like the chase. We don't like thirsty bitches, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. But. And and we we can be clear, Dizzy was a thirsty bitch. She was definitely thirsty. She was, she was thirsty. throwing herself at him. She literally told him she loved him after the first time they fucked. It was too easy. And I noticed he didn't say it back to her. No, he didn't, because he doesn't. Yeah, because she was just, well, I don't know. I So I wrote down a whole thing. At a certain point, my notes go to all Dizzy notes, because I said, you know what? I'm Team Dizzy all the way. I love Dizzy. Yeah, because this whole Twilight, Team Edward, Team Jacob, I've still never seen a Twilight movie, but I, I remember either. the t-shirts. Oh, yeah. And I would wear a Team Dizzy t-shirt. I'm Team Dizzy, too. Because he should have been with Dizzy from the start, man. Dizzy, like, the couple things about Dizzy, she seems like, Denise Richards kind of has that more of a good girl vibe where she's like, oh, you know, I I, I just, I'd like... Uh, Normal penetration, missionary style, but then like Dizzy, I, I'm not gonna give you a head. And I, I just, I, why do I have to put my your penis in my mouth? But like Dizzy's, like dude, shoved, like shoved in my ass. Let's go. Yeah, Dizzy's, Let's, I, Dizzy's down to fuck, ready yeah. to go. Also very fun, athletic, attractive. I'm Team Dizzy all day too. Yeah, she's not gonna freak out when you're like, hey, we. You put your finger in my ass. She's gonna be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, and he sends that message. She'll probably do it without you even asking. She'll just know. Yeah. She'll just know. Yeah, she'll just yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Anyway, I, and with Denise Richel, Denise Richards, he, he writes her, which is the video diary or whatever, uh, when everyone's just partying in the barracks. And that seemed like a good time. I'd hang out there. Oh, great. Yeah. And then she sends back that. Her video that she sends him back is so weird. She, like, starts camera and says way too far back. And then she's like, here I am. Yeah, I'm glad you wrote me. I love Look you so much. Look how beautiful this yeah. is. And then she's in front of Jupiter all of a sudden. She's like, which is why I cannot be with you anymore. She really buries the lead. Yeah, you know? absolutely. If, if she was, she shouldn't have let him on with a five-minute video about how everything that's happening. And also, I've decided to make a career out of this, which doesn't leave much room in my life for you. Right. At, at that point right there. And she's like, write me back. We can still be friends. Write me like, back. Okay. I'm not writing you back, bitch. Take it, take it from I'm someone. I'm going to wait till I'm drunk, and I'll write you back at that point in time. Take it from someone who's <laughs> been divorced. You say you're going to be friends, then you you get divorced or you break up, and then you're not friends until you find out she's fucking a guy that looks just like you. Then you text her drunk at 3.30 in the morning. That's how it happens. That's that's real life. Yeah, that's I, real life. Not I wouldn't know anything about that specifically, Yeah, but that's real life. That's a hypothetical. That's but completely you know, hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. That, I know nothing about it. But that's when Jake Busey, again, not a douchebag in this movie, Funny how they still want to be friends after they've ate your guts or ripped your guts out or whatever. I totally it's thought like, he was going to fuck with them and be like, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're such a bitch. No, at that point when he's like there to comfort him, I'm like, oh, Jake Busey's all right. So, and here's here's another Jake Busey thing that I don't know why I started laughing hysterically, but I started laughing hysterically when he starts playing the violin. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. So, since we're talking about the Dizzy relationship, whenever they join up with the lieutenant and, you know, after... Do you remember when they're dancing? Yeah, when they're dancing. Well, so the lieutenant gets them all gifts that they want. Here's the beer, and then I got you this fucking neon green violin, and they're dancing, and he it's just shows up in there. Again, it, his... It, 
it's funny because it's Gary Bu- or it's Gary Busey's son. Yeah, and he he's playing a violin and he has a face of a serial killer and he's. I don't know, a foot away from them and just like giving this creepy. Yeah, just fucking, like you guys are finally going to get fucking down. Like you're trying to fuck, right? Yeah. I'm going to play this violin. I'm going to set the mood. And uh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I, it I laughed hysterically. Good. It was very good. And also, shout out to him because at one point he's like, I'm going to be squad leader. So you think that's going to be like the rivalry thing? Yeah, you think they're going to be like, they're going to have this re- adversarial relationship until something happens to where they realize they have to grit it out and work yeah. together and have that kind of thing. And then, they, and then they're bonded because of it. That's not it at all that's not it at all and he becomes squad leader at one point which we'll get to in depth Shat- i want to go to that yeah, at a certain point. but then uh whenever at the you know towards the end when uh rico gets promoted to corporal or lieutenant or whatever and he's like whatever the 15 squad ranks he had in yeah. three weeks and jake buse is like nope did that once don't want to do it again well, i fucked it up what's funny about that is that obviously dizzy's the most capable soldier of any of them oh yeah she's looked over twice even after jake Busey completely shits the bed at being squad leader. Like, Rico's like, oh, I need a squad leader. And he's like, what? I'll go with you, though, Jake Busey. And, and like, <laughs> Izzy's standing right there. Sorry, Izzy. Dizzy's standing right there next to him. He's like, I need... it's like, what are you doing? Dizzy's so much more qualified for the job. What are you yeah. doing? And then he's like, okay, well, Dizzy, you're my second choice. What do you think? She's like, sure. Yeah, fine. I want to fuck you, so yeah. Okay. She was, I mean, yeah, she did have unhealthy love probably for uh unrequited love unrequited is the perfect example yeah. of that unrequited but after she died i do think rico was actually in love with her by the time she died i th- i think he you know I at think, least that's what i was hoping i think as she died in his arms he understood what she wanted to be a citizen no 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 it no, changed no. him it, it, it changed did him. it did he, he under he finally understood that I've been chasing something that might be unattainable while this thing that's right next to me is just as good. Yeah. And that's part of the human condition. We do that shit. And I think he finally realized, oh, I could have just been happy with you. Like, yeah. I, I, I just, I was going, I was infatuated with this. Denise per- Richards. Denise Richards. Like Robbie was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I was outside of her house. Uh, <laughs> that's my, that's still one of my favorite jokes. Uh, like the person who used to be like really pretty and got ugly. She went from Keith Richards, Denise Richards to Keith Richards. That's a good one. It's a good, yeah. it's a funny joke. Uh, where was I? Fuck. I lost my train of thought. Well, I, let me say real quick. Maybe that's one of the biggest compliments I can give to this movie is that I care. So, like, I don't give a shit about romance in any movie, but I'm fighting for the Johnny Rico and Dizzy romance in this movie. You know, that death scene was Pretty gut wrenching. It was pretty, yeah. When she dies, it's like fuck. Which is weird because a lot of their other friends die throughout the film, and it's just kind of like, well, that happens. Yeah. And it's just like, but she had a funeral, and oh, like, yeah. and she had that really dramatic death scene where she was literally she died in his arms. Well, she has such a moment of triumph when she throws that grenade perfectly in that fucking bug's mouth, and then yeah. she's like, woohoo, dancing around, just gets fucked up. Yeah, which is a- another thing. I'm not saying she would have lived had they not done this because it's a movie and it's fictional and it's irrelevant but i'm not sure it's the smartest thing to like take the the spear part of the bug and just rip it out of her i think maybe you want to yeah i thought that you too. probably want to leave, leave that in. in until a medical professional can assess what to do because you, you're gonna bleed out that's yeah from the from the movies i've watched you don't want to pull the knife out the arrow out no no, no. leave know, it in that you, that'll fuck you they'll up. do that in surgery and yeah. where they can control the bleeding yeah adjacent <laughs> mike you douche yeah, th- this goes back to the volunteering for infantry. I don't see an upside, especially when if you fuck up and want to stay in, they go all Django Unchained on your ass. Well, I I will say, so the shower scene, which is probably where we 
started getting off on the Disney tangent, but shout out to the whoever the guy is that's a writer, and he's like, well, why'd you join, and why'd you join? Yeah. So they all had some kind of motivation, you know? But infantry, yeah, that's, that's true. One guy wanted to go to Harvard because couldn't afford it. Another guy was like, well, I just didn't want to be a farmer. Well, you're a fucking idiot. You should have been a farmer. So that farmer guy, have you seen Major League Two? Yeah, I yeah, know. He's yeah. the catcher in Major League Two. He is. Yeah. And I thought he was going to be a through it. <laughs> he, he, play, he has that same dopey character. Exactly. He's yeah. a fire. Pretty much anything he's in, he's probably a farmer. He's just dopey. And he gets fucked in the face. When he got shot in the head, I was like, oh my God. In the training. Yeah, training up with live with yeah. live ammunition. Yeah. Uh, I think the propaganda videos, which we've talked about, we don't have to go over it again, frighteningly weird, kind of make me take sides with the arachnids to an extent. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck us. What are we doing? Like, we're well, not we, like, I'm a part of it, but what, are the, what is the human race doing? I mean, it just, it, like I said, hits a little close to home with today's political climate. And the kids squashing the roaches and f- with their mom, like, cheering about it. Like, I get it. It's roaches, but it's still fucking weird. Well, and it, it goes back to the first, uh, what is it, the federal network ad at the beginning of the movie when they're like, uh, we need all hands on deck. And he's like, I'll join. I'm joining. Or I'm ready. I'm ready. And then there's the little kid that's all like, right, I'm ready. Bob. And then they're all like, because <laughs> a little kid steps Yeah, because, oh, right oh, oh, <laughs> So right from then on, I... I I guess from that moment, I was like, I know what this movie kind of is. But I was texting Sam at the beginning. I was like, I can't tell if this movie is taking itself seriously or if it's straight satire. It does and walk I that still line. don't fucking know. I don't know either. I, it like, walks that line. I think it does a great job of not being too serious, but also raises some fucking interesting thoughts. Sorry. Random side note about South Park, that the ha 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 thing. Maybe the thing about when they, they go, the, when the Native Americans have the casino and there's that Native American uh comedian in the native american casinos amphitheater not it's like their theater or whatever yeah the room and every time he tells a joke they, which is obviously native american centric and very stereotypical they go ha 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 god damn it <laughs> it's just so like that's the thing south park gets away with this shit like obviously that would never fly yeah they just they're just grandfathered in because like oh no no we make fun of literally everyone yeah they, everyone they don't pull any punches no. Anyone and everyone. Against anyone. Fair yeah. game. But that and, and also, being honest, great joke. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Okay. I enjoyed the fact that the bugs use quote bright ass shit missiles for anti aircraft weaponry. I thought that was cool too. Because yeah. when I hate the flight squad, the entire flight squad, a fucking all bunch of jabronis as far as I'm for concerned. Sure. Uh, Xander from the start, you know, even even the captain of the ship, that lady that's like, because we have the best flight team or whatever. I'm like, luck yeah. had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Which her death is pretty brutal, too, when she gets fucked up. Dude. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like sawed in half. Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought talking about the flight squad sucking ass. What 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 did you literally just say? I enjoyed the fact that the bugs use bright ass shit missiles for anti aircraft yes. weaponry. So as the flight squad's coming in, it's like a Star Wars type looking scene mm-hmm. with, you know, and it's like a view from the Empire, too. It is. It's not like... Very Star Wars they vibes. Have, yeah, those big-ass things. And you see those missiles coming up. And I did think, well, what the fuck? Are, how are the bugs shooting these anti-aircraft? Out of things? their assholes. And then you see the gigantic fucking lightning bugs. Yeah. Shitting out whatever. Well, I thought that was cool. I mean, think of the amount of force they'd have to thrust from their anus to get them to go into outer space. Like, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. But they're big-ass fucking bugs. They are man. large. Yeah. They're very large. You see their bellies all glowing up. I mean, that was good CG. It was. I was very I mean, impressed. Yeah. I was hundred million dollars makes sense because I was very impressed by the night. Like we've watched other movies from '95 that had horrendous CG with half the budget. 
So, yeah, I mean, the CG was around in 97. You said to have $100 million go, to make it look decent. Yeah, did not go to the directors or the talent. It went to no. the talented Who's, who's the uh, biggest actor CGI in this movie people. at the time? Like, who's the guy commanding a salary? No one. Jake Busey? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Neil, not Neil Patrick Harris no, really at the time. Maybe. He was the only guy, I don't, I don't know, who was known before that. Dean Norris? No, it wasn't <laughs> Dean Norris. Yeah, there's no big name in this, really, at the time, anyway. So when they first invade whatever plant that is that the bugs are on and they just get completely eviscerated because they they have to fire a thousand rounds into a bug for it to die uh jaws came to me and i thought we're gonna need some bigger guns yeah i wrote down why don't they have like flamethrowers or some shit like anything clearly that ammunition's not working and they did say we underestimated the bugs no we didn't i know, know but you but... didn't have enough you, you, this is not a new enemy you haven't done enough recon to know that your weapons were going to be this ineffective. Like, how have they not tweaked their either their battle strategy or developed a more efficient weapon for killing these bugs? Because the amount of times you have to fight, I mean, it's not even fucking close. You have to shoot, I don't know, conservatively 100 rounds into yeah. this thing. And I guess, like, when they're playing laser tag, it's just, like, laser tag. Also, but they have some kind of laser technology, so if they had laser guns, I feel like that would... Just saw them in half. Yeah, exactly. Literally anything besides the same bullets that we have today. I would say they were losing 10 men for every one bug in that scene, yeah. probably. At least. Maybe more. Maybe 20. I don't yeah. know. Or just keep flying your fucking planes over when you see the bugs, because they do fucking drop bombs on them at it, one it point. It is a little ridiculous when you see, like, oh, when they just napalm those motherfuckers. Yeah. It's like you, no men have to die doing that. But that, you know, I don't know. And the flying bug, they did show there's flying bugs, but they didn't take out the planes. They just took out the, one guy. The flying bugs with razor wings yeah. that decapitate people? Those are terrifying. Yeah, but they didn't take down the planes. No, they did not. You know? No. So why not just keep fucking dropping bombs on them with the planes? Yeah. Drone strikes. You know? Oh, wow. I can't believe that. I, I think I only have one more thing to talk about. We went through everything. Uh, the We need to talk about the 40 ranks that all these people went through in a matter of a year and a half. Oh, yeah. So we've got Neil Patrick Harris is a colonel. He's been in, again, I know he's psychic and really smart or whatever, but he became a colonel in a year, a year and a half. And Rico went from being a squad leader to quitting to coming back and becoming a corporal, then sergeant, then lieutenant in like a fucking week. Yeah. And I get it. It was mostly out of necessity because people died. But Jesus Christ, man, that guy really rose the ranks at an unprecedented rate. Yeah. Yeah, he moved up real fast. And then Clancy Brown demoted himself so he could go be the hero at the end. I also thought it was kind of cool. Shout out to them, like, the the – climax of the movie is them rescuing Denise Richard, Richards pretty much and somebody else entirely off screen actually captures the brain bug. I thought that was kind of Did we cool. already talk about the, the disgusting gore and the brain bug and all that? And I don't know. What's well, his face getting scrambled? At the bar. Yeah. No, I don't think we talked about it here. The brain bug was disgusting. Just real gross. So it just shoved that thing into his head and just started eating his brain. Like I was there were definite points in this movie uh, when they came upon the base and saw all the dead bodies and I was like, the gore is just, I, I'm not usually affected by gore all that much, but this was like, I was, it was all practical, right? There was, there was no CGI with the gore really. It was all pretty practical. Yeah. And it, it was gross. It was very gross. But I, so with that scene with the, yeah, the brain, brain bug, bug looked look like a big yeasty vagina. Before it showed up, though, whenever Xander and uh, Denise Richards are sitting there and they're surrounded by bugs, 
and he like hands her the knife. It was so not discreet at all. I guess maybe these bugs aren't super intelligent, but it's like he's pretty much just like, hey, hey, I'm giving this to her. I don't know. And then she, I had a bit of a problem with that. cuts off its, I don't know, brain-eating prick or whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. Christ It was almighty. a very vaginal-looking mouth, that thing. Ugh, it was all, it looked like a yeasty old vag. It was like, like you know, so it, you know a vag is disgusting, and this thing is disgusting, like, if it resembles, like, peeling a grilled cheese apart after you cook one. Yeah. Like, it's so gross. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, it's like, oh, you, you might need to get this looked at. This is disgusting. Yeah, you can smell it before she takes. Oh, anyways, um, you have anything else? Uh, no. So I, I mean, I didn't write too many notes down because I actually enjoyed this movie a lot more. I thought I was going to be able to make a lot of fun of this movie. I like this. No, I thought so too. But I, it's a good I, movie. It's a pleasant surprise. Um, I really enjoyed it. The dizzy death. The thing about Dizzy's death Tragic that bothered death. me yeah. is because they never really explain why uh, Johnny Rico was pronounced KIA when they saved him and they were able to put him in this fucking Luke Skywalker bath and bring him back to life. Clear, clear. So when Dizzy gets stabbed, I was like, oh, just take her back to the fucking thing that they put him in, you know, and she'll be fine. She was stabbed several times. I guess so. Yeah, and he just kind of was in the lake. But still, I thought, you know, maybe non, he'll be able to spots, her. yeah. So it affected me when she died. I was like, oh, no, not Dizzy. Um, and when it came overall, down to it, I like this movie. Did he even really get with Denise, Denise Richards at the end? I don't know. Did he go to her dad's house after the dance? I don't know. Her dad wasn't there. I don't know. He yeah. definitely went to her dad's house after the dance. That yeah. happened, for did sure. Did they fuck? Yeah, that's true. He, The only lady he fucked in this movie was Dizzy. That's the only one you see. Did, I, I'm team Dizzy, man. I agree with you. Yeah, you She's drive great. me dizzy, Miss Lizzie. Or- Keenan, do you know what time it is? Gotta boot for that. It's, it's time, time for Tipsy Trivia. There she blows. Would Calvin approve? I think that was good timing. I think Calvin would approve of that one. All right, it's time for the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from this film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, I have to shotgun, and he doesn't. If he gets less than three correct, he has to shotgun, and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning. Number one. Numero eins. True or false? This is Paul Verhoeven's favorite film he ever directed. Showgirls has to be his favorite. False. It's true. Why would you think Showgirls? He probably hates Showgirls. A lot of titties, man. I don't know. Oh, that's a great point. Well, okay, because he's filming a softcore porn. Yeah. So this is it true. This it was, is his favorite it, movie. He's on record saying this is his favorite film he ever directed. And he directed some big films yeah, like Total RoboCop, Recall, Total said? Recall. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Number two, this movie was shot in the desert and the temperature averaged around 120 degrees during the day. Over under 24 how many cast and crew members were treated for a heat stroke daily? Daily? Daily. It was wild. Over. Over, 25. Jesus, man. And they had to halt production for a week because Jake Busey got such a bad heat stroke, he had to be hospitalized for a week. Really? Yeah, it was something that had to do with their uniforms, obviously. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. that's big-ass costumes in the desert like that. So they, they finally devised a way to cut holes strategically in the costumes so it didn't so it didn't show up on camera, but they could actually you know be cool, cool yeah, off. breathe. Jeez. <clears throat> Number three, true or false, more ammunition was used in this movie than any other movie created before it. True. It is true. All right. The, the most I don't know about movies after like you look at like John Wick and stuff like that now, but yeah, this at the time in 97, this was the most 
live blank ammunition used in cinematic history. Well, yeah, they're just blasting those guns left and right. Yeah. And they don't seem very effective. No, they don't. <laughs> it's like, like shooting a spit wad at a tank. I wonder if like Saving Private Ryan took it, though. After that was ninety nine. Yeah. So, but not for. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. I would. I, I would lean towards no. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't think so. Probably not. Number four. Which actor was considered for the role of Johnny Rico, but turned it down? Was it A. Mark Wahlberg, B. Matt Damon, C. Leonardo DiCaprio, or D. Christian Bale? Damn. <laughs> Damn. What would this movie be had any one of those fuckers done this movie instead of? Casper Van Diem. Casper did a good job. I think so too, but they all went on to be huge. Or what would they be if they this, had done this movie? I guess this movie would have made fifty million more dollars had one of those one of those four been in the title, like in the main character role. I will say Marky Mark. It was Mark Mark Wahlberg. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I thought I thought you might take the bait on Christian Bale. No, see, he was my I. I who was the second one? Matt Damon, Leo DiCaprio. I, I was thinking those two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, but because back then the reason why I thought Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg wasn't huge yet, yeah, but so yeah, so they were trying to get him. Matt Damon wasn't huge. When yet. was Titanic? Was that ninety eight? I think that was ninety seven as well. It was. Yeah. Okay, so Leo was big, but not. It could have been. Yeah. Okay. It went. It could have been any of those guys. Yeah. Ninety seven. Goodwill Hunting came out. I think ninety seven too. Yeah. What a year for movies. What a year. But I could see Marky Mark because like he. Wasn't a big movie star at that time, I don't think. I think he'd right? just done Boogie Nights, maybe. Okay. okay. Just done Boogie Nights. Okay. But that was like Basketball Diaries. Movie. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. That'd be still doing uh, underwear ads, though, or whatever. Yeah. He was still in the Funky Bunch. Well, yeah. Marky Mark and Funky. I, that, what if we did that? Like, what do you think that podcast would be like if we did Boogie Nights? I don't know. It's a great movie. It's, we could try it. It's such a, it's a strangely great movie. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Heather Graham. Heather Graham is great. Uh, you got uh, uh, fuck. What's her name? Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Thank <laughs> I you. I didn't know you were going to say what's her name at first. What I said. Yeah. <laughs> never. Burt Reynolds. Never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number five. This is a good one. I like this one. A former president's son was cast in this movie. Which president? Was it A. Dick Nixon, B. Ronnie Reagan, C. Jerry Ford, or D. Jimmy Carter? Oh, fuck. Uh, Nixon, Reagan, Carter, or who? Ford. Nixon? It was Ford. Ford's kid. Jerry Ford's kid. Okay. Was cast in this movie. Who I thought was that was he? interesting. I should have written that down. <laughs> Admittedly, I didn't. I just I just got so stoked about that being a question. I wrote it and then didn't. I should have had a follow-up like, oh, yeah, he played this guy. He was probably, I'm going to assume he was the writer. No, he was, he was cast in the film. Was, I know, but the, there's a character that's the writer. When he, the guy in the shower, that's like, "Hey, man, I'm a writer. After I get out of here, I, I oh. need to know what you're talking about." Do you, are you saying that because you think he looks like Gerald Ford? No, I'm just assuming that because that's like the one character that has some screen time that I don't have any idea who okay. it was. Okay, okay. Because he goes and gets the tattoos with him. You know and what? Stuff. We have the miracle of the internet. L- yeah. l- l- let's look this up here. He gets the tattoos. He's asking those questions. He's in a few scenes. Yeah, I do. Know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I, I hope that's who is it guy. is. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford, son, Starship Troopers. Stephen Ford. IMDb of Stephen Ford. Stephen Ford. It's a good name. It's a strong name. Oh, okay. Stephen Ford. Hold on here. 
He's been acting since 81. He's oh, really? A, he was in Happy Days. So is he an old bastard? Yeah, well, I mean, think about he Gerald Ford. He wouldn't be that guy that I was thinking he was. Holy shit. He was in Heat. He was Officer Bruce in Heat. I don't know who that is. Huh. He's been in a ton of shit. Huh. Well, yeah. well, he was know. Joe in When Harry Met Sally. How the fuck is... I know... 96. I'll have what she's having. That's that movie, right? He's Lieutenant Willie. I fuck. I don't know. know. I don't know. All right. Stephen Ford. There you go. St- uh, Stephen Ford, uh, um, Leon Nixon. And, uh, anyways. Now you know. Mike, super short. Joke. Drinking buddies. This is the portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film where we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, fucked up, shy vote, if you will, and I will, with Keenan, who's your drinking buddy for this movie? A lot of good options. A lot of options. A lot of options. A lot of here. options here. I'm going to say Dizzy, though. That was mine, too. I love yeah. it. I, I, have a, I have a really soft spot in my heart for Dizzy. I do, too. I love her. She's uh, the best. Either her or uh, Jake Busey, I that, guess. That was my second choice, too, yeah. was Jake Busey. I, wanna, I, I would join the infantry, I guess, and just hang out with those guys. Uh, you know what? I'll hang out with Ironside. Who was that? Oh, the fucking guy who was teaching at the beginning. and then they're in the Oh, okay. Uh, Raschek. Yeah, Raschek. I, yeah. I, I, I would fuck around with him and a couple of brews. Yeah. yeah. Heard, your, heard your lieutenant's a real nut buster. <laughs> Gets punched in the face. Shout out to Jake Busey. I'll yeah. take Jake Busey, and yeah. you can do Dizzy. And we we should on Jake Busey for his serial killer face, but he, like, he really did a good job in this he movie. He did a great job in this I'm, movie. I'm, not, I'm a fan had, of Jake Busey. He had a heat stroke for this movie, so... Yeah, man, and he only has a, a million, one point five million dollars. Yeah, he's under. I'll say it. He's undervalued. Yeah, undervalued. Make Jake Busey great again. Okay, <laughs> Madja. Yeah, Madjba. Anyway, Madjba. 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 Time for Rotten Tomatoes over under the critics. I will set at a sixty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes for this film. Under sixty-five percent over Damn. one over. Audience, I will set it a 69%. I'll say over. 70. 70% right. for the audience. IMDb was... 7.2. That's correct. I did check this one because Amazon Prime. Amazon. Mm-hmm. My real buzz ranking is three and a half beers out of five. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, the acting's not the best, but I, I had a good time in this movie. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Especially if you think it's going to be a shithole and it ends up being... You know, a decent two hours. I think that's part of the, the reason time. why some of these movies surprise us is because we do so many shitty movies, and if we expect one to be shitty and it's pretty good, like it's not bad, Yeah, we probably think it's good. I would say maybe not since Baywatch have I thought that a movie was going to suck that I ended up enjoying. I would agree like with this that. One. I, think that yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I would agree with that. A lot of these I've seen before, too. So this one going in completely sight unseen. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I agree. I was surprised pleasantly, and I'm not a big sci-fi guy, and I enjoyed this film, and I enjoyed uh, everyone's performance. It would have been cool if Denise Richards was more like Dizzy and took her blouse off, but you know. <laughs> but you know, we that was that it. was next year in Wild Things. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, Keenan, I think that about does it for us. Uh, thank you again for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz 2. Keenan, take us out. If you see any cockroaches, I guess step on them. We don't know what's going to happen, people. This concludes our broadcast day. That was not the right fucking thing. <laughs> step on them.
We are the Real Buzz Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Shark to puss. Shark to dick. <laughs> that was stupid. Oh, thank you.